Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I'm Madison, and I am joined again by... Jamie. Yay! You know, I noticed I started saying the intro that way back at the beginning, because we had plans of having other people on the show with us, and that never happened. So I'm just always introducing (laughs) you and nobody else. I know. Someday, perhaps, I'll introduce Subi, or perhaps Jamie will do the intro and introduce somebody else i could probably but. do the intro at some point maybe when we do the the after the season's over Ooh. when we're doing the intermediary episodes so when we when we switch it up a bit yeah. we'll really confuse everybody <laughs> you have to come up with your own wording though no okay. stealing mine oh, well. <laughs> something completely different <laughs> completely <laughs> not even related to you the can't podcast. even use the words navigating netflix originals nope you can't use any of the same words that i use <laughs> Including our names. <laughs> <laughs> that works. So people, good luck. Our listeners will just think we're different people. <laughs> <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> I expect it to be just as great, though. <laughs> I'll do my best. Anyways, anyway. that leads us into the apology. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just did the same thing <laughs> we do on our other podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about <laughs> the next three episodes of Grace and Frankie which are the apology, the labels, and the other vibrator. And I think this is one of the first times that the three episodes we've chosen really leave us with a cliffhanger at the end of the last episode. Usually like the three, they always just seem to go together and like tie up whatever storyline they're talking about by the end of the third one. But like this one, you really are like left with what's going to happen next. I mean, we know because we've watched this many times but if you're a listener listening along with us or watching along with us rather you're going to be on your ass right now on your ass and not just because you're sitting down (laughs) you may be walking (laughs) how do do you know (laughs) and you'll be on your ass anyways (laughs) but But before we get to that giant cliffhanger yes perhaps one of the most dramatic ones in the entire series I would think so, yeah. Um, We'll start with the apology, which I couldn't remember why this episode was called the apology. Mm -mm, Like at the beginning. But like the reason it is, it's so like sweet because it's like Robert finally really apologizes to Grace for not loving her when they were married and like how guilty he felt about that, which I was like, oh, that's. That's so sweet. <laughs> it's a very lovely scene. And it I is. love the build up to it with them just like endlessly, you know, talking shit about Robert's mother, basically. Right. And like skirting around the fact that this woman's trying on clothes for his dead mother. Right. <laughs> I, I love Grace and Robert's whole storyline in this episode. Yeah. Like Robert's mother, hang on, he, he, she, she's died and he obviously like has this very complicated relationship with her and Saul wants to be there for him but he just he doesn't know how to comfort Robert because like the two of them don't emote the same way so like (laughs) Saul can't comfort Robert because the comfort that he needs isn't this like emotional talking about the way his mother's clothes felt kind of or smelled conversation the way that like all wants to have with him but like grace kind of gets him you know she understands like she's just like feel free not to talk to me about your feelings right (laughs) and like that's kind of what robert needed at the time so like it works really well oh yeah it works out perfectly 
And yeah. it's a, it's nice to see just any scenes with Grace and Robert where they're, you know, getting along and right. actually enjoying each other's presence. Is Not hating good, each other. <laughs> yeah, I always like those. And I feel like in times like that, you can almost kind of understand why they got married to begin with, you know, like yeah. 42 years ago or 43 years ago, however long it's been at this point. Right. <laughs> like why, why they would have married because they kind of can go together well when they want to you know i think in like the in the broad scope they have very similar personalities right for sure so it's it's very easy for i think grace to comfort robert um and it's very difficult for for saul to do it to like to be what robert needs in this episode right um and i just it's sweet (laughs) it is very sweet it is funny though to watch saul's like overpouring of emotion just oh. annoying everyone oh. like you know Brie, uh. Brie and Mal are like oh god and then I like that uh, Grace and Robert just like back out of the room while he's still looking at the clothes <laughs> and like when Saul starts talking when Grace first gets there and Brianna's just like oh she left around the word emotions <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's like mm. and like Saul knows that Robert is not the same, like, he doesn't, like, he's not that kind of person. He doesn't want to have this, like, super gooey, emotional, heart-to-heart. Especially not about his mother. Like, at any point, probably, in his life. But especially not about somebody who he has this very complex and hard relationship with. Yeah. Um, So, like, it's just kind of weird that Saul tries that, because, like, he clearly doesn't know how to be there for Robert. That's kind of how I watching that oh yeah absolutely <laughs> you know yeah um, just awkward and mad right because <laughs> <laughs> Saul could have taken Robert shopping just as easily as Grace would have if he had been able to be the person that Robert needed in that moment but right yeah you know. but it's kind of nice I like the realistic nature of that because I feel like there's this perception that your partner is meant to be the person who gets you completely and like you you know knows you in and out and all these different <laughs> facets and whatever but the truth is that like people have other people in their lives who they've known for years and years and years who really get them, you know, on a level, especially with something that's so drastically different person- personality-wise between Robert and Saul. You know, Grace understands that, and Saul's, as you said, like, he's he doesn't know how to be there for him at this moment, and I don't think, maybe he never will understand, like, exactly how Robert works in that way. Yeah, and I think possible. that's okay, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like fall. <laughs> <laughs> just period. Yeah, just, there's nothing no, really about Saul that I like at this point. So. No, I I enjoyed Saul like earlier in the series. But yeah, like the first season, Saul. Pretty much like post sleeping with Frankie, I'm like, uh, yeah, I can't really. Fast. Yeah, I just can't really. <laughs> he's just kind of there to be sort of annoying. Even yeah. like where his story arc continues from this point on, mm-hmm. like, ugh, I don't know. I just. I don't really care for it, but we'll no, see. No, no, I really. Saul's not my favorite <laughs> at all. Ugh. I like, like I said, I like Brianna better than him. Like even just like as a person. Yeah. Like is just better. Oh my God, let's talk about Brianna because, oh my God, the ex- all the exchanges. So, well, first of all, I should say that like I guess I hadn't realized that his mother hadn't already died. Like I forgot that she hadn't died when he was like seeing her specter in the bedroom oh, or whatever. Like, like Mallory. <laughs> oh yeah. my god, I forgot 
stole. <laughs> right. <laughs> She's like, I feel so bad. I forgot he's still alive. <laughs> and I like that Bree is just like, so dad called, grandma died. You yeah. know, got to make the arrangements. And I like when they're going. You got to deal with this shit now. <laughs> exactly. And they're like toasting to. <laughs> we were related <laughs> to her or whatever. Related to us. <laughs> and like when Saul's making all those phone calls to like tell people that she had passed away. <laughs> they're right. like, are you sure? Was she murdered? <laughs> right. She's, I'm pretty sure no one killed her. <laughs> <laughs> I can't actually prove that she's dead. I didn't see the body. <laughs> Just like clear that everyone really, you know, loved uh, Barbara Hanson. Yeah, she was she was clearly a, a beloved family member, <laughs> a beloved bridge player. Oh my god, I, I would love to learn how to play bridge though. <laughs> I think it'd be so fun. <laughs> I just feel like it will always be the funnest card game. So if I'm gonna play a four-person card game, I want it to be euchre. That's fair. I mean, yeah. <laughs> true, true. But, uh, but anyways, Brianna. Brianna. Uh, yeah, I like that we have this moment where Bree's trying to like figure out why Mallory is kind of okay with the fact that she didn't go on the trip with Mitch. Yeah. And then, you know, finally she's like, Mal's just like, okay, I didn't want to go. And Brianna's just like, ah, gotcha. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, she kind of realizes through that that like, she as she as she put it you know oh my god i used to date an urban legend you know realizing that like yeah. barry really was like this person who just wanted to be with her and really you know was in love with her right and i love that like her realization you know that barry was this great guy who was like kind of perfect for her doesn't just die with that scene like mm-hmm. she calls him at the end of the episode and we actually see his face it's not just a voice on the other end of the phone so it's like oh my god they're bringing barry back yeah we see his <laughs> face and some woman's arm yeah. with wine i'm like yeah, ah. sleeping with you know <laughs> but it's clear <laughs> that he still is really in love with brianna because like he despite that he's like yeah totally you can come here and visit like yeah you know kind of like and the he call looks, he's been waiting for well, and he does he looks a little like kind of shocked like right oh yeah you can come here <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't expecting this yeah now i gotta get rid of this other person right Ugh. but you know she's there as soon as the next episode starts so must have That's happened true. quickly. She wastes <laughs> no time going from California to Maryland, which is like a three thousand mile trip <laughs> to visit Mary. So yep. clearly, she was pining for him. Yeah. But well, I was gonna say we'll get more into that in the next episode, but we really don't. No. She's kind of just like for the rest of these next three up ep- the two episodes, like she's not in the show at all. Not um, at you all. just kind of get the casual mention that um she had went to baltimore to to visit barry but we don't learn anything else about that yet um i think that probably brianna's character needed to leave this like filming for some reason (laughs) that's why they wrote that arc into her storyline but (laughs) yeah she's gone for a couple days so but don't don't worry it's not the end not the end (laughs) of that (laughs) storyline but um but anyways speaking of mallory yeah we have that conversation kind of towards the end of the episode like where her and mitch have the talk which Mm -hmm. leaves you really with the feeling that they're gonna break up you know like they both acknowledge this isn't working therapy's not working you know i was glad that we aren't going on vacation together because i didn't want to spend that much time alone with you anymore you know right 
And he's just like, so, yep. And we've, we've seen this building for like well over a season at this mm-hmm. point. <laughs> but like it is finally coming to that point where Mallory's like, I don't want to break up my family, but right. maybe it's the better option. Well, and I really appreciated Brie being like, okay, if the kids weren't in the picture at all, what do you want to do? And I think that's right. a thing that you really have to consider because I think oftentimes people have this perception that it's the best thing to like stay in the relationship for the kids. But like, you know, as they were saying, they knew what it was like to grow up in a household with like parents who didn't love each other. And it's not better than their parents, like ultimately breaking up, you know? Yeah. So, you know, so Brianna's actually helpful. Yeah. Mallory good advice. (laughs) She gives Mallory good advice and somehow gives herself good advice. Oh yeah. She was very, maybe it was that, age scotch that they were drinking maybe <laughs> she makes her makes brianna quite quite intelligent yeah <laughs> but um, um then so then we also oh go ahead no go ahead i was going to continue no you continue okay <laughs> well i think then the other big thing that is one of the storylines that continues throughout beyond the two episodes that we have See, left we're to heading discuss. the same direction. Yeah, so. <laughs> is the uh, decision that Frankie has to make in terms of, you know, is she yeah. going to follow Jacob or not? Do bum, you bum. know the way? Just Santa, Santa Fe. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we know this is like the first episode where we even get any kind of suggestion that she's going to be facing this kind of decision. Right. Because she makes dinner which we're to assume is edible by the time she finishes uh, maybe <laughs> i did love or, jacob doing all of the like i know crowd control not crowd control but what do i what is it called i don't know damage control yeah like taking the spoon out of the fire like her bracelet out of the mix i'm like Turning the oven on. Right. <laughs> i feel like by the time it's done it looks really good like i kind of want to eat it but then i'm like <laughs> Did she actually cook anything? Like, right. does she actually know what she's doing? And then they don't even end up eating any of it. So we don't actually know if it's <laughs> edible or not because they're kind of talking about how hard the farm is for Jacob, which I can understand running a oh, farm yeah. at 70 has to be pretty challenging. Right. <laughs> and that he owns a house in Adobe. That's what he said, I I'm think. I'm assuming it's different than an Adobe reader. <laughs> <laughs> I should think so. So some, he owns some sort of living sitch in santa fe and his plan before he met frankie had just been to retire and move there when he got old but now like frankie's kind of thrown a screwdriver into that yeah wheels <laughs> gears yeah into the gears yeah. <laughs> into the gears and so he's he's i think that frankie doesn't give him the chance to even say that he's no longer sure what he wants to do because you know because of her you know does he want to move or not she just kind of like gets super Frankie <laughs> yeah she just gets really upset yeah which is yeah. normal I guess I guess I feel like she didn't really initially she should have probably talked through it a little more with him than yeah. just like now and being like ah you're moving to Santa Fe without me <laughs> right I think her initial reaction is just to freak, freak out though but, yeah, well, about everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that really, you know, gives us the, um, what do I want to say? The conflict for Frankie for the next couple episodes. Because mm-hmm. as she says, you know, she, I have kids and a business and a grace. Right. You know? And uh, the thing that annoyed me about that is that 
I feel like Jacob was kind of being dismissive about her relationship with Grace. Because he's just kind of like, oh, did you really see yourself like living here with Grace forever? Which is a valid question, but you didn't have to say it with such a snarky tone. You know? Well, but we also know that <laughs> Jacob doesn't really like Grace. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, I think that it, it, it's it's going to be a challenging kind of decision for Frankie to mull over. Yeah. I do Indeed. enjoy the way that the um the episode ends though with Grace smoking pot with Frankie. Oh my god. <laughs> and showing that Grace knows what the word bogart is is yeah. even better. <laughs> you gonna bogart that? <laughs> <laughs> Brianna told me some pot words. <laughs> <laughs> she used it correctly though. I was impressed. Nice. Look at Grace. <laughs> Blending right in. But uh but yeah, I think that's pretty much it for the apology. That is for the apology. Do you have any uh quotes that you want that you liked from this one? I do. Yes. <laughs> okay. I cook the way I paint with intense sexual rage. <laughs> it shows. Right. Our pots pots aren't supposed to melt, right? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I don't know how she managed that. Oh, and oh actually I guess that was all for oh. this episode. I have I, a lot for the next one. <laughs> I have for this one still I have um you can't kill crickets. They're mother's tiny musicians. <laughs> um, oh, something about how she, uh, Robert's mother liked her suit white or something. And he, Robert's just like, that's how she liked her neighborhood, too. Yeah. Uh, and then when the woman's uh, trying on the white suit and uh, Grace is like, could you hunch over and glow her, please? <laughs> and he's like, or could you possibly overcook some string beans? And they're just like <laughs> laughing the whole time. Yeah. Uh, and then I like at the woman, at the end too. The woman's just like, I get it. She's, She's dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, the apology. I don't know that I've ever been to a store where like the people working there are so desperate to make a sale they'll try on your clothes for you. No, I don't think that would happen. <laughs> I don't think that's a thing that no. happens. Maybe in these rich, hoity-toity rich stores that would do something like that because you're probably spending a thousand dollars on the suit or something. Maybe. I don't shop there. I shop at like, you know, the Salvation Army. Right. <laughs> ain't, ain't nobody gonna be trying on clothes for you there. <laughs> they don't do that for you there. So. <laughs> but yeah. So that's uh, that's the apology. I guess that leads us into then the labels. The labels, episode ten, which opens with Coyote being sober for two years. So Aww. Good yes, Coyote, and he gets a two-year birthday cake. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> which I don't know. Is that like a real thing that they do? do like, you know? do they celebrate the years? Yeah, like as like a birthday. Kind oh, I don't know about that. Event. I know that, that you do. Seemed... You do legitimately get like the chips and stuff for like milestones of. Yeah, I knew of the chips, but like to have like a two-year birthday party. I don't. Or that I do party. not know. <laughs> like, a little overkill. Did Frankie plan this? I, that wouldn't surprise me, honestly. <laughs> but maybe so. That's nice. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. I like Coyote, but I don't love him. Yeah. You know, that's that's great. Good job, Coyote. I like Coyote better than Bud. Bud's starting to weird me <laughs> Bud out. Bud is starting to annoy me. <laughs> Holy crap, Bud is awkward towards the end of this episode. Bud's awkward towards the entire episode, honestly. Oh, but like, oh, that fake orgasm noise that Bud <gasps> makes. Like, 
makes my oh, skin. That Bud makes it, Bud and Allison both make. I'm like, good. <laughs> well, like, Allison's like supposedly like legitimately making it, but like when Bud just like fakes it at her, uh, <laughs> and there's something there, I'm just like, oh, that's so terrible. But then he also makes it at the end. I know. <laughs> Presumably with the help of the vibrator? I don't Which know. I'm like, this vibrator was designed specifically for clitoral stimulation. I feel like it's not going to have the same effect if you just like hold it against an erect dick. Like, <laughs> I don't know. You try that out. Tell me if just like vibrating your dick works. Yeah, I'll get a I'll get my own I guess not what do you say, not copy. I was gonna say my copy of Menage en Moi, but what do you say? My own In, like, sample. Can't be one that's insertable because the menagemois is not, and it can't be one that would like <laughs> encompass your dick in any way. <laughs> you just have to like hold the tip of the vibrator against it. <laughs> I guess. Like, how is that not working? Apparently, Come it works on. for Bud. Maybe, maybe Allison's doing something else. Maybe. Bud that she's never done before. Could be. Could maybe be. she's giving him a blowjob and holding the menagemois like up against her throat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I thought about this too much. I think you have. <laughs> um, what he's, what they're certainly not doing is playing with any sort of whipped cream or sauce at all, because but only bought strawberries. <laughs> like, did he just like sit them on her and then just like pick them up with his mouth and eat them? I guess, yeah. <laughs> stems and all it'll be worth the hives you know? i guess maybe they just like fed each other strawberries laying in bed yeah must be <laughs> i like how he just he like just bought a giant bowl of strawberries with no plan just thinking like ah oh, strawberries are sexy <laughs> right i mean strawberries are delicious but like they're only yeah. sexy if you do things with them right <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah allison is getting like She's always been odd, but she's getting even more odd. Like she makes Bud weird. Like, oh, he's such a weird dude when he's with her. And you know it's bad when Coyote Coyote is even like, um, so you serious about like maybe wanting to marry her? Because she is odd, you know. Yeah. And then Bud just gets pissed about it. And that's in the next episode, but yeah. Oh, was like, it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> but like, because, you know, they do, they talk about, like, he said something to the effect of wanting to get more serious with Allison, and Buzz just like, uh, yeah. <laughs> are you sure this is the one you want to do that with? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Which I can, like, okay, if Bud legitimately loves her, I can see why that would be offensive to have your brother say that. But at the same time, he has to understand how strange she comes off to everybody else. Right. You know? Yeah. She's weird as. She is. And I'm all for being weird, but, like, she's overkill. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I guess, like, the only thing with Cody, Cody, that's Cody. his name, <laughs> Coyote in this episode is that we see briefly the introduction of his love interest, Nadia. It's not like that, girl. <laughs> so, so serious he is already that he wants to show her his tiny house. I know. <laughs> but he doesn't want her to know no. that he's at all interested in her and Mallory kind of like. Screws that. Yeah. Like yeah, did, I, did I just? I think you did. <laughs> and then she runs away. <laughs> I'm glad. Uh, that, I'm glad that she, uh, Nadia, ended up doing the little, you know, sharing moment in uh, in yeah. AA and was like, if someone's willing to wait, 
I really like them too, and blah, blah, blah. Right, which was kind of cute, and I can get that. She's not supposed to be in a relationship when you first start AA and all that. Yeah. And Coyote clearly was willing to wait because he didn't want her yeah. to know that he had feelings for her, which is why he was upset that Mallory kind of let the cat out of the bag. Right. So to speak. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of, that's the secondary storyline. Yeah. I'm not sure why we started with that one here. <laughs> Just knock it out real quick, you know. Just get rid of that one. There's no more Brianna. Brianna's in Baltimore. Maybe having sex with Barry. We don't know. Yeah. At this point. Oh, the other weird thing. Oh, it's like between Bud and Alice. Yeah. They share an orange wedge that he fished <laughs> out of a punch bowl. <laughs> What the fuck? Like, it'd been weird enough if she had, like, fished out an orange wedge just for herself, but then, like, Bud eats some, too, and I'm just like, Well, she she kindly offered it to Mallory, too. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't make it any better. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, no, it's weird. But anyways, Bud is weird. Allison makes Bud super strange. Yeah. I love that. But, uh... The main storyline here gives me some moments that I'm just living for. (laughs) Because any moments where we have Frankie and Robert paired up and Grace and Saul are my are they're so good. Yeah. So good. It's a it's a good um dynamic. Break from the norm. Yeah, I guess I'm not the (laughs) the word I'm looking for is on the tip of my tongue. It's not either one of those, but continue without that word because it's <laughs> not coming out so <laughs> but yeah so we got all the menage a moi orders in like nine thousand of them or something yeah absurd. like they're becoming supular oh my god super supular supular together in case you're wondering <laughs> what was i just created i'm i'm kind of like super annoyed though that frankie isn't more like I know she's dealing with things and she has like this you know really big decision to make and stuff but I do find it kind of kind of annoying that she wants to have nothing to do with like the actual process of getting the vibrator out to the masses and stuff yeah but like that's definitely Frankie like she doesn't want to be packaging vibrators and making printing labels and you know taping boxes like she said she wants to on the lines handing out vibrators <laughs> the old women who need them like which this is isn't exactly how she pictured it being which she's never run her own business and grace has so right. like she had nothing to like really compare it to true but. true uh just that and also like the fact that i don't understand how neither frankie nor robert could manage how how hard is it to put a label on? And yes. It, like what yes. the hell? Oh my god! Like you you just closed your eyes and just like haphazardly right. slapped it on a random box. Right. Like I'm just I'm just gonna overlap these labels on the left side because there's not the rest of the box I could put one on. Like, a dog could have done better than that. <laughs> so yeah, that absurd. that was annoying. <laughs> Ugh. But uh, but yeah, the the little conversations they get into are are pretty nice. Yeah, I, I enjoy Frankie talking with Robert and Saul talking with Grace. I think that, like, Robert and Saul are very, like, nice and respectful to yeah. the women, respectively, because, like, they kind of feel guilty, you know, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> about yeah. what had happened. So, like, Saul's very gentle and nice to Grace, and Robert's very nice to Frankie and yeah. and that. Yeah. <laughs> 
I just I, re- I really liked uh, when Grace and Saul were talking about relationships, basically, because he's like, last time we were in front of a computer, we were searching for a mustachioed mystery man. Which and, is like a, a weird throwback to Phil. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, he's, you know, then he's just like, no new mustaches, just yeah. Frankie's. <laughs> 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 but um, I love that he is getting all serious and like basically trying to like slowly push her into like wanting to be in a relationship, basically. Yeah. And I love that he's like, you know, who I forget who he quotes, but the person who he's like, you know, both love and work are essential. And he's like, she's just like, well, why did you quit work then? Yeah. And then he's like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> that shuts him up real quick. I do like that Grace is like strong enough to say that she doesn't need to be dating to be happy. Like, oh, yeah. Because she's not in a relationship and she's focusing on her work doesn't mean that she's unhappy as a woman. You know, right. like that's not something that every woman needs in her life at all times kind of thing. Well, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I do. I appreciate the fact that Frankie actually like tells Robert about possibly moving to Santa Fe before she tells Grace because it's like a kind of like a comfort he's not going to judge her you know he's not going to get mad you know he's just going to listen kind of situation right yeah <laughs> which was nice right and he's just like you should probably talk to her about it <laughs> but of course like that results in Grace finding out later on because when they go back into the house <laughs> um they uh Frankie and Robert exchange like this look. The best look, yeah. <laughs> and Grace is like, what's that look? <laughs> we better so, leave them alone to talk. Oh, if yeah. there's no look, then what do we have to be alone for? <laughs> right. <laughs> so Grace or Frankie has to come clean then that Jacob might be moving to Santa Fe and has asked her to go with him. Yeah, and then so. immediately Grace is just sort of like shut down. And well, and it's, of course, the worst time possible for Frankie to have had to have told her that because they just found out that their vibrator design is being ripped off by another company. Right. <laughs> so like she's got this whole dra- you know, drastic situation to deal with thinking that they might have to sue the other company because they're ripping off their design. And then Ricky's like, oh, by the way, I might move to New Mexico. Right. <laughs> so like it was just like the worst. A couple bombshells. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, that's, that's Frankie for you. Yeah. And then the sad part when, Frankie finally like slips out and Grace just like sits down and yeah. kind of breaks down a little bit. Yeah, I mean that's 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 sad. It like is. she said, you know, she's Frankie's like I, I have a Grace here, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like in a lot of ways Frankie is closer to Grace than she is to Jacob. Like it's it, yeah. a different relationship, but like it might be like even more strong or more meaningful, you know, in her life. Yeah. So I would it's a hard situation. So. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. But yeah. I think that's all that I can think of this episode. Yeah, the episode kind of ends with them discovering that their vibrator is being ripped off. And then we start the other episode, which is called The Other Vibrator. Right. Address (laughs) mostly just that issue. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I did like when uh, they were, were they had to look for extra people that they immediately turned to Robert and Saul instead of like I don't yeah. know who else they would go to but <laughs> yep it was cute to to see them all working together yep I agree quotes um I liked when Frankie said I didn't do anything I'm delightful <laughs> <laughs> um oh and then also uh. 
Frankie saying to Grace, oh, now you're concerned about deadlines? But when it's 11.55 and Del Taco's about to close, <laughs> where is your concern then, Grace? <laughs> I think that's it. Um, I have Grace saying at the beginning, couldn't you have named him something quieter, like train horn? <laughs> <laughs> I like when Mallory says, I was just trying to be your bird dog. <laughs> and then kind of he's like, oh my God, are you trying to say wingman? <laughs> oh, Grace says, this is more important than second dinner, which is in response to the Del Taco quote that yeah. you said. Yeah. <laughs> and then when Frankie says, are you a good swimmer? We could be in Japan in a year. <laughs> I just happen to be an excellent swimmer. Well, I'm not. <laughs> I'll have to piggyback off you. And then my last one is Grace saying, Frankie, is this how you want to be murdered? <laughs> <laughs> True. Oh, man. But yeah, that's the that's episode 10. And... That brings us to the other vibrator. The concept is some large corporation has heard about their vibrator and is now manufacturing one that's basically exactly like it. Yeah. And off, or assuming, I guess, that they've like trademarked it or done something yeah. like the design. So this is an illegal action that the other company is taking. Called and the other company is called Omnitech. Omnitech. Yeah. So, yes. Yep. So pretty much immediately <laughs> we have uh, we see Grace even shut down even more, which is yeah. which is interesting to see and starts with a really sad like intro with her just sitting outside like sipping tea or not your mama's tea, <laughs> staring off into the distance. But um, we find out then she's already like basically shutting frankie out of the company stuff because she's like finished all the work and wrote the letter without even like talking to frankie at all she's just already convinced frankie's going to move like you know as she says later on santa fe is the place you've been dressing for your entire life (laughs) of course you're going to move like she's just and she's in like this mode almost like self-preservation like i have to learn how to run the company by myself frankie is moving and you know i'm not going to have her anymore um so she just shuts down and dives into her work which i think is a very grace thing to do you know oh for sure and uh i do like at one point when grace is just like you know frankie really does want to talk to about the entire situation with grace and grace is just like i can't you can't ask me this because if i say go then you'll be upset because you'll think i don't want you here if i say stay you'll resent me like and that's very true like this is something that frankie needs to decide and and deal with on her own essentially it's it's definitely a situation where i think grace can't tell her what to do but i think grace could have talked to her you know and like helped frankie talk through how she's feeling about the situation you know but i think that's just something that at this point she can't grace can't do that you know she's just too upset kind of too hurt over the whole thought of frankie leaving and grace isn't thinking at all about how hard this must be for frankie to deal with she's only thinking about how hard it is for for herself to deal with you know yeah her walls are back up she's like yep yep definitely oh yeah so what frankie ends up doing then is talking to her kids about it and kind of telling them that she might be moving to santa fe and i love that like 
at first, um, Coyote and Butter are like, oh, yeah, Santa Fe is great. You'll love it there. And then she's like, well, I might be moving there. And they're like, the crime's terrible there. Yeah. <laughs> it's an like, awful place to go. <laughs> My bungalow smelled like burps or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And it's kind of, but it makes sense. They understand. They, they like, yeah. they're supportive in the end. Like, you know. Yeah. Especially when Frankie's like, he's my guy, you know, and it's yeah. just kind of like cute. And that's when Bud's like, oh, well, Allison and I might be getting more serious, too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, isn't that just the truth? But. <sighs> so Grace and Frankie, without discussing their situation at all, go to this meeting Ugh. with Omnitech where we meet. Nick Skullcap. Nick Skullcap? No, that was my father. (laughs) (laughs) And I hate Nick Skullcap. Oh my god, yeah. He is like the stereotypical man who will not take no for an answer. Like, just dripping with toxic masculinity. Oh, (laughs) absolutely. Human being. (laughs) And the most annoying thing about this entire part, though, is that, like, Grace totally can handle that. Because she was like, she's like, oh, I'll be flirty and seductive and, like, you know, let him take me out to dinner and blah, blah, blah. And then we'll drop the case or whatever. But then Frankie (laughs) just fucks it all off. I know. (laughs) And Grace is just, like, there watching the train wreck. She's like, no, wait. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, I think Grace totally could have fixed the situation. Like, she said, I've dealt with men like this all my life. You know, I could have, I I wasn't going to sleep with him, you know, like, just because he bought me dinner doesn't mean he doesn't, I I owe him anything else kind of thing. Yeah. But, like, she could have fixed the situation, but... Yeah. he's got to be all like we, this sus sitting on the table was a power play not a sexual thing <laughs> although I can see how you might be confused right. oh my god I do love uh, after that when he like leaves or whatever and Frank is just like oh I am pumped and Grace is like you're pumped oh that's good because we're fucked right <laughs> uh, oh. so so yeah. it's left in the on a, on a cliffhanger well, of sorts too. Note that well, you know, we'll see you in court. So like, at least I'll see you again. Right. So like, <laughs> clearly, this is going to be resolved, and they're going to have to take it to court, which is not what Frankie or what Grace wanted to have to do. Right. But seems that's where the storyline is moving. So, but then we have kind of like another twist in the plot when. <laughs> They're driving home and they almost start talking about, uh-huh. you know, Frankie's potential move to to Santa Fe. They're kind of getting heated and yelling. And then Frankie has some sort of health issue. We don't know what it is at this point. She kind of like clams up. She can't move her face. Yeah. Can't can't speak words. Um and the episode ends like Grace presses the the panic alert button, <laughs> um, <clears throat> because... which, is, which is much less be- bedazzled than it was before. But... Yeah, I don't know what happened to all the bedazzling, but <laughs> fortunately, it was there in the car. Seriously, and big cliffhanger. Like Frankie is. I mean, it's made to look like she's having a stroke, basically, yeah. where her mouth is getting distorted. She can't form words anymore, and pretty serious situation. Ends yeah. on a very serious note. <laughs> it does. And we don't know quite how that's going to play out yet. Yeah. So aside from well, the seriousness, we... Uh, yes. We should only... have ended that 
Should that have. should have been the last storyline we talked about, but we have this other <laughs> ridiculous storyline. Uh, <laughs> I just like I just don't care about Robert and his theater endeavors. I don't, and I hate, I hate, I hate all the asshole protesters who oh are God, out there. Like, and, and like, I understand it's like a realistic thing to yeah. put into this kind of storyline. Unfortunately, to have you know anti-gay protesters outside of a very, you know, publicly gay production would be almost expected. <laughs> yeah, but I still hate it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fair. But, um, and then, of course. Um, Saul just makes the whole protester situation worse by like having to let his emotions overtake him and he gets into a fight with one of the head protesters and throws Mr. Bubbly onto his child. <laughs> it's actually an artisanal so <laughs> Which double or triples the size of the group then. Yeah. And so like the next episode, I believe, is the actual production of the place so, and but like the this episode ends with like the plays happening in a couple of hours kind of thing. Yeah. And there's no room for anybody to park because it's all just all the protesters are there taking up parking spots. Yeah. I love I love the moment, though, when uh, Robert looks outside to see what's going on and sees Saul and this guy like throwing water at each other and knows immediately that Saul's the person who like was fucking things up. (laughs) And he he just like, you know, shakes his head and like walks back in. Yeah. Well, and I understand Robert's point of view where he's like, you know, you don't engage with those kind of people because that's how you give them power, you know. And he's right. As soon as Saul engaged, they tripled in size, you know, like that's on that kind of thing but at the same time it's probably hard to not oh yeah say something you know right and it is just annoying to i don't s- know what the right situa- thing to do in that situation is you know right it's just annoying too to see that you know because even saul's like why is there a child here and it's true yeah. like why i don't know you should Teaching your children to be like terrible bigots is not no. a great yeah, that's thing. Why the, that's why the child is there. That's what they want to do. Ugh, I hate it. But <laughs> but yeah, so the plays may be happening. It's a, currently a disaster, but yeah. we'll see. Well, I feel like the director is making it out to seem like much more of a disaster than it actually is. He's a super dramatic man. Yeah. But yeah, so that's pretty much pretty much that one. Do you have any uh, quotes from this episode? Um, I have Coyote saying, oh, shit, I just ate a bunch of mustard. (laughs) (laughs) And Frankie saying, you have to lick it down and then bite the hell out of it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I had uh, Frankie saying to Grace, I'm like beach erosion, Grace. I'm happening. (laughs) And then also Grace being like, Oh, I thought getting your hair caught in the ice machine was your thing. <laughs> I lost a lot of hair that day. And then uh, the last one that I liked is uh, Robert saying, my feet look like two loaves of bread baked in those ridiculous shoes. <laughs> <laughs> those shoes are ridiculous. Those shoes are ridiculous. I, I can understand yeah. Robert's pain at having to wear them. <laughs> But um, I guess the only nice thing between the Robert and Saul storyline that I did like in this was when Robert's like clearly flipping out because he can't find his breath mints and all that stuff. Yeah. And Saul, Saul's just kind of like, you know, being reassuring basically. And Robert's just like, I would, does he just say like, hold me or something? He's like, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like um, Saul says like, you're spinning out. Oh, and Robert's yeah. like, I know, hold me. <laughs> That's <laughs> cute. cute. Yeah. <laughs> Before he goes and, like, makes the protesting thing worse. 
Yeah, well, that's a uh, salt for you. <laughs> that it is. <laughs> but yeah, so that's uh, that's then episodes nine, ten, and eleven. So next time we'll be talking about the last two episodes oh. of season three, which are episode twelve, the musical, and episode thirteen, the sign. Oh. So very, very good things to look forward to in the next two episodes. So you yes. don't want to miss that. Hopefully we'll be back next week with that. We have managed to record two weeks in a row now Yay. successfully. So go us. Go us for sure. <laughs> but yeah, so we will be back in the meantime. Uh, feel free to let us know what you thought about the episodes or say hi at, uh, <laughs> on Twitter. Or just, at just tell us anything in general because nobody ever contacts us. Yeah, just say any old thing. Uh, so you can do that. <laughs> okay, Twitter. we're talking to you. We know you listen. <laughs> so send us something we can say yes. on the air. <laughs> Please hit us up at Twitter at NNO Podcast. <laughs> or send us an email at navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com. Alrighty. See you next time. Bye. Bye.